Welcome to Eavesdrop. My name is Heather and I'm with my friend Jenny. Hi. How are you? I'm good. Good, good, good. Jenny and I are so excited about our conversation today. We are about to kick off the holiday season. There is so much going on. I mean, it's November, y'all. And it is a great time of nail-biting football. Praise the Lord. Roll Tide. It is a great time to do a homecoming trip to Baylor with your kids. Oh, my gosh. There is so much to talk about, y'all. And this is all leading up to those wonderful family trips to get home and be around the table with your family and have those wonderful Thanksgiving memories and meals. And we are just so looking forward to talking about all of that with y'all. We are going to go around the table. We're going to go around the country with Baylor trip and up to West Virginia. So please, yes, get ready. It is going to be... It's November. It is. Everything hits. It's like a snowball. Yeah. So um, this is going to be a great conversation today, and we are so glad you're joining us. We just came off an incredibly powerful weekend of nail-biter football games. Oh, my gosh. Goodness, if everybody who played could have predicted how close their games were going to be and how many overtimes and double overtimes and winning by a point and losing by three. Well, and if it ever proved that the BCS is where it is in the standings, then we still have at the end of this weekend that happened that we still have four totally you know, undefeated. undefeated teams and proving every case that we need a playoff system. This was the weekend that it happened. I know you're excited. Hey, not only excited, <laughs> but relieved. Let's just be honest. Nail biter? Did you bite all your nails oh, off? I mean, even past the nails, I bit the skin on the side of my nails off. I am a huge Alabama fan, y'all. And so this is that one game in the year where we, we just don't like them. And when I say that, I mean that wholeheartedly. We don't like LSU at all. They are... Um, not our friends. They don't like us. But I think they hate us now. Well, they do. And it's not just, I mean, it's this game. This game has been picked since back in the spring of this being like the well, ultimate January game. January 10th. Yeah. I, I think LSU started gunning for us. Well, they do. <laughs> well, yes. That's because they got spanked 21 to nothing and made it across the 51 time by four yards. And then they got thrown backwards eight on the next play. Yeah. So I'm They've sure been they pegging this. The, the bullseye has been on Alabama since. Well, since then. And I kind of almost feel like Alabama is like the most hated team in America right now. Everybody wants Alabama to lose. Well, and I'm so, not so certain mm-hmm. that it's necessarily it's Alabama. And my kids and I were having this conversation on the way um, back from Texas because we just got back from Baylor from a college visit. Oh, my Yay. gosh. Can't, can't believe wait that. to hear about that. But, it, but the fact of the matter, I think, is that when you're looking at like the top 10 BCS mm-hmm. polls, half of the top 10 are SEC teams. Mm-hmm. With a loss. With a loss. Mm-hmm. And the fact that half of of them hold it it's i don't think it's necessarily it is alabama right now because i mean and my kid we're the auburn family put of it too but i was like i was telling him i'm like you can't you can't hold it against alabama when they are playing with everything that they've got mm-hmm. but they're representing the sec well i think it's just more of the hatred just for the sec that we're doing as well yeah. as we are yeah. i mean we are it and, is the best neighborhood in the country <laughs> it is the best hood that you but can find. I, I do think I am looking forward to the playoff system because right now with only a guarantee it's gonna of be two interesting. bowls. Yeah, I know. With only two BCS bowl guarantees, and now we've got 14. And like you yeah. said, five of 10 are in the top, you know, five of the top 10 
are, are in SEC, SEC and you're only guaranteed two BCS bowls, you're looking at cutting the money that's going to come into mm-hmm. the SEC by sticking with what this is. So I'm real grateful for that. Real well, grateful. and it's going to be interesting. And they were talking about if the four top teams right now still remain undefeated, are you going to have a one-two and then like last year have a three-four playoff mm-hmm. to be able so they can actually be able to play each other? And um, it's going to be interesting to see how the, even the next few weeks, because really, even though this past weekend was mm-hmm. such huge games, yeah. not everybody's out of the woods yet with the well, teams that they get still going to play. So neat about the BCS is that you know with the way the strength of schedule works, you know both Notre Dame and Oregon had wins, mm-hmm. but. Oregon did it definitively. Oh, they blew USC definitively. out. Definitively. Yeah. So with the strength of schedule and the way they performed, they bumped yeah. up. Yeah. So now they're yeah. ahead of Notre Dame. Yeah. So I think I think that's going to, you know, also play out in their favor because Notre Dame is not in a conference, so they're not going to have a conference no. championship. So this is just going to, you're going to watch them kind of start falling, I think. It's going to be interesting to see how, how it happens and how it ultimately plays out. But anyway, so we, we just thought we'd give you just a, a little yeah, blurb about the weekend. Yeah, it's been a busy weekend. weekend. Huh. It's been, it's been a busy weekend. we are weekend. excited. Um, Auburn did win. Yay. I know we I haven't been able to say that this year. Clicked. I mean, I'm hoping that... Not that it'll save jobs or anything like that, but I mean, at least for the Auburn family, they got to see some good playing, and at least maybe some. I mean, at least they something like they, they played. Believed. They believed in some yeah. some confidence, which really could help. Could help even give them so. some confidence this coming up weekend. Well, they got to play Georgia, and I think it's going to help with their recruiting too. It is. It is. They have a good school, a good program, a good family. They've just got to find that click, that stuff that meshes, and you know. Don't, don't even. You're even looking at me with some well, little comment that you're about to joke. make. Oh, Lord. My husband told me a funny joke. Now, I just want to go ahead and tell you that it's tacky. Okay? It's tacky. <laughs> Do but we need to rate this PG-13? Oh, no, no, no. Oh, okay. No. Uh, just it's, saying. It's PG. But oh. if you don't have a sense of humor, you might want to just go ahead and hit the little fast-forward 30 seconds button. <laughs> but, um, you know... The whole thing with that Harvey Updike guy who poisoned the trees. One of your friends. Oh, yeah. Please. <laughs> yeah, he's not one of my under yeah. 2,000 closest friends. He's one of the freaks <laughs> that uh, claim Bama. Which will have to be a conversation on down the road that Heather just needs to be able to tell you all about some of her past experiences of freaks in her life. But that's another story on down the road. We could do road. an entire show, show about on that the one. freaks. Yeah, but, but go ahead. Um, the joke. Anyway, so the joke, the Auburn joke that um, is tacky, but it's kind of funny is, um, hey, Harvey, the joke's on you. We didn't need the trees this year anyway. <laughs> oh, that is tacky. Oh, you may get some comment feedback on that one. I'm just playing. I've been pulling for Auburn this year. I know. Almost you, she as hard has. As I can vouch for it. She I has. really have. I, it's a good school, y'all. If, if you are not from the South and you do not know, Auburn is a good school. Yeah. There are a lot of good families that are well represented there, and it is a strong legacy there. So you won't ever hear me talk about Auburn in a, in a negative way other than kidding like it's your little brother. Yeah. That's, you know, about two hours southeast of you that can't seem to... <laughs> Ever, ever okay, that's enough. Life. Thank but you. Anyway, I love Auburn, and really, it's it's yeah. LSU by a mile. Yeah, <laughs> I'd rather lose to Auburn by a hundred than LSU by one. <laughs> Which it came mighty close this past weekend. Ooh, it just Lordy. did. It was bad, but, but we're very grateful. Thank you, Lord. Yes. Well, it's it was a good weekend. It was a great weekend. I mentioned earlier, I went to Baylor for the weekend. Her um, oldest is doing college. I know. Visits. We did a college visit. Baylor is my um my university where I went and graduated from. Um, 
great school, great private Christian school that I went to. Um, and very interesting to go back with your three kids to walk back on campus with your sure kids. When I was like 20 years ago, I was a senior in high school, I mean, in college. And here I am walking around with three kids. Doesn't that freak you out? Because first, yeah. let's, let's think about the fact that yeah. every kid who's playing football right now on the college level wasn't born. No, no. <laughs> when we were in no, school there. No, not, no. Oh, it makes me cry. Yeah, and it just, knowing the things that I was going through my senior year mm-hmm. and what was happening my senior year and never... 20 years ago, what I thought, hey, in 20 years, I might be bringing my children back here to celebrate, you know, a 20th anniversary that's coming up next yeah. year and stuff. And, but he, we did, he wanted to go look at Baylor. And so I got to take him for homecoming. It's the first time that they had all been to Baylor and oh, gotten to sweet. see all of it. So got to show him some old haunts and um, got to show them around Waco. And of course, the campus has changed like tremendously. Tremendously. And it's funny because when I was there, it was a very strict school. Mm -hmm. When I say strict, like visiting hours were only on Saturday and Sunday from one until six. Okay. That's it. No dancing on campus. Um, We didn't have parties on campus. Did you have to grow your hair long? No, didn't have to grow your hair long. Of course, everybody still had the same look, you know, the long hair (laughs) with the no bangs and everything was off to the side. Um, But it was a very much a very structured school back then. And so going to see it 20 years later and knowing how much it has changed, I told somebody, never would the president that we had back then, his name was dear old Dr. Herb Reynolds that we had, never would he have run out on a pep rally bonfire stage in his white leisure jogging suit like our current president did with his gold Baylor hat leading the team and everybody into sick and bears. And then you have black eyed peas and Nicki Minaj (laughs) singing in the background. Oh, I heard a On funny campus. Nicki Minaj joke, y'all. Uh-uh. Can I tell you a Nicki Minaj tell joke? Tell the joke. There is a, a certain uh, police officer at Auburn who has an incredible Facebook uh, posting. And his post this morning was, this morning I thought some I heard someone singing Nicki Minaj. So I turned around and I realized it was just a homeless guy screaming. No! <laughs> that is horrible. Oh, my gosh. Sorry, I hate to burst in with a joke, but Nicki Minaj is not no, talented. No, And, of course, then and she's not adding really that, attractive. No, but she can wear the green and gold she's on that. a great marketer. Well, yeah, supposedly. Well, I don't know. It just, it was a very interesting, but it was, a, it just showed how much I think Baylor has come. Our current president is Judge Ken Starr, which he was the former prosecutor back during the Clinton administration mm. when all of that drama happened through all of that. And so... It was a great time. I really enjoyed being taking the kids did and getting they like the same. It? They did like it. Now, my middle son was sold on the fact that Dr. Pepper is bottled and manufactured in Waco, and the fact that Starburst, Skittles, and Snickers from the M&M Mars Company are all manufactured in Waco. And he's like, I'm done. I'm sold. I'm coming. He must <laughs> I, He must have drank his weight in Dr. Pepper's and all weekend And he's a seventh long. grader. He so, is a seventh grader. Uh, we've, we've got a little bit of time to try to convince him, but... Yeah, well, he he liked it he though. Liked he it. did. Good. He liked it. My daughter was one of those that was was ready to come back, and um, uh, she really decided that she she would come. She would go that far away. I think. So my, my oldest has got to decide, and I learned a lot about him this weekend. A lot of things about him. You know, road trips are great for that. They are very very good. But it started us realizing that we're at the first of November. Mm-hmm. We're at the first of November. We've got. I think I saw it today. Is like fifty four. Is it fifty? I think it's fifty four days. 55 days until Christmas, or at least until crazy. New Year's that hits. And this is a crazy time mm-hmm. of year that hits every year. Do you get, I mean, it's holiday season. I mean, November 1st kicked off holiday season mm-hmm. of just 
the craziness through just well, getting to it. Don't you feel like if you don't get your feet under you right at the beginning of it and decide ahead of time what you're going to do, Yeah, it, it does just kind of get its own little momentum going and you're just caught up in it like a snowball. It's, it's just small and then it just snowballs on you and it gets bigger and bigger and bigger and goes faster and faster and faster. And you can get caught up in it and not really accomplish what you want. Sure, yeah. you're going to get all the presents bought. Yes, they're going to get all wrapped and they're going to get put under the tree. Yes, we would never forget that. But I do think it's kind of neat to, if we can start talking about, you know, like, how do you set it up right? How do you want to start your November? And how yeah. do you want to set this holiday season in motion for yourself? And and what are the things that you want to begin with that end in mind so that, you know, if if you are a single woman and you've got time, do you want to write letters to the people who've mm-hmm. been incredibly important in your life this year? Well, and it's a very cool thing. Facebook, a lot of folks on Facebook are doing this um is it days of gratitude or they've mm-hmm. taken the, the month, month of, of November It's a month of gratitude. Mm-hmm. And it's really so cool to read about, you know, day mm-hmm. one, I'm thankful for this. And it's a reminder too to kind of, would you read it when you read somebody else's post of, to remind us what we're thankful of. Mm-hmm. Um, my kids and I were talking about on the way, um, on the, on the 10 and a half drive, drive uh, to Waco and back mm-hmm. about, you know, traditions and things. They're old enough now of just thinking mm-hmm. about Thanksgiving. And November is that month that, you know, you and I are talking about we're so into the families and stuff, you know, the football that comes with mm-hmm. it. And November is such a, a time of, you know, Thanksgiving happens this month. Those memories and those traditions that start with us. And, and again, how do we do all that? But we were talking about, you know, what do they remember? What do they look forward to? Because I think as parents, we try to start doing things to set rituals and we start trying to do things to set traditions with our kids for Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, how, what do they remember? What's important to them and what's seeing it from their eyes and their perspective um, and what's what they kind of grab onto. And we had this conversation. I asked them, I said, Thanksgiving, that's one of those times where we talk about um, we're thankful for. And I was like, what is the one thing y'all that they look forward to as a tradition that we do in our family is that they, there's one, at one point in time, we all get together around the table at Thanksgiving. And it's very important that we start going around and everybody gets to share what they're thankful for. Mm-hmm. And my middle son is always the first one to start. He is always that one is like, I'm gonna go first. I'm gonna go first. I'm gonna go first. And of course, he jumps into this elaborate, eloquent, I'm very thankful for all of this and everything. And he absolutely loves hearing Everybody share what they're thankful for, the, the the power of listening and hearing and speaking, you know, to what they're thankful for and stuff. It's a very incredible time, I think, at Thanksgiving to mm-hmm. remember, you know, what makes it a special time. Stressful in a lot of ways, but I think just what helps get those memories and gets us going, you know, through Thanksgiving. Yeah. Well, um. For us, you know, my family still lives in West Virginia, and so a tradition for us is that we drive to West Virginia, and you know, it's you about do this every year, Thanksgiving, yes, uh, and I love it. You know, West Virginia in the fall is absolutely the most beautiful place in the world. Mm. It is incredible. If you like to see the leaves change Mm -hmm. and you like to see it go from green to red to orange to yellow and then to fall Mm -hmm. off, oh. You would love West Virginia. And, you know, they grow apples. And so we have... In West Virginia, mm-hmm, they do. Lots of apples. Pawpaw apples are from West Virginia. Really? And so 
you'll there's apple butter i mean apple cider apple butter but you know you, you can drive up through the mountains and we we typically do that through the fall is we'll drive up through the mountains and stop on the side of the road and get hot fresh apple cider and biscuits I and didn't apple butter know that. and you just literally go drive and watch the leaves turn you know so um when we go up to thanksgiving in west virginia it's that feeling of going home mm -hmm, you know mm -hmm. not only am i truly going home mm -hmm. you know there's two tunnels at the very base from virginia into west virginia mm -hmm. and when you come through that second tunnel it's just like a a deep exhale mm -hmm. you know you just that you're home yeah you just get that feeling of okay these people know me this is I am like them, same as, you know, and, and so that's always fun. And, and, you know, that's part of that tradition coming through that second tunnel. Mm -hmm. And I immediately will break into, oh, the West Virginia Hills, how majestic <laughs> and how grand with their summits <laughs> baked in glory, like the Prince Emanuel's land. Is yeah. there anyone to, you know, you just, that love of home, love of family. So, you know, that starts our traditions. And, you know, now my girls sing that. They, they've never oh, lived fun. in West Virginia. But, you know, you just, you do, you pour those traditions in. And then when we get home to Salem, you know, the whole family comes in. And we have the big... All extended family? Mm -hmm. Yeah. All of us come in. So all the aunts, all the uncles and their kids, and, and now their kids, you know, so everybody comes in mm -hmm. and we have the big... Italian Thanksgiving. <laughs> the the split American Italian, but mm -hmm. you know, okay, but is there a difference with an Italian Thanksgiving than yes. the traditional for, Thanksgiving? From what my husband John says, um <laughs> I I have to censor this. What my husband John says is that <laughs> he endures homemade noodles from my grandmother, my Nona. She makes homemade noodles, okay. pasta, homemade pasta. Um at Thanksgiving, and he doesn't find that to be too traditional. He wants the true traditional of yeah. The... That blows his mind that noodles were not at Thanksgiving with the the Indians and the Pilgrims, and that we have noodles. But I I keep assuring him that that Southern green bean casserole crap with the French fried <laughs> onions on top Maybe was that mushroom nowhere soup. around. It Plymouth was not Rock. made. No, <laughs> it was not one of the dishes that they brought to the but, Thanksgiving dinner. But isn't that funny? That's that's what we think of. You know, I grew up that that was so tradition. Yeah, my grandmother made homemade noodles for everybody. She would stay up late into the night, the night before Thanksgiving, and make homemade pasta for us and he grew up here in the south and his mother would make a wonderful concoction of green beans and cream mushroom soup and french fried onions and because served, that's what you because had. that's what everybody that's had. What everybody had i'd never heard of such a thing until i moved to alabama and i will oh, wow. say my first tradition in alabama was that um the family that i stayed with they had macaroni and cheese at oh Thanksgiving. yeah. Okay. See, totally no. Well, because that's well, you have to have like kid friendly version, right? <laughs> because they're not going to eat the green bean casserole, so you have to have the I'm kid not friendly eat version the green with bean the casserole. <laughs> well, no, it but, is slime me. <laughs> yeah. Now, now it will depend on which green beans you use. There are different versions to that green bean if you casserole. Use cream of mushroom soup. It's no good, no matter what it you will do. Be slimy. But you know, I think that's you know those traditions of. Everybody's got, I think, their oh, traditions, yeah. Oh, yeah. you know, with where they are, you know, um, with what they have food-wise. Yeah. Um, do you dress do you, up? Do yes, you dress up? Do you dress up that. at Thanksgiving? Okay. Can I just tell you that my mother somehow in the back of her mind thinks that my family is Norman Rockwell-like? And, <laughs> and I'm telling you that my family is much more like the Little Rascals. Okay. 
Like, I want you to compare those two pictures. You've got the little rascals. I have the clampets. Okay, there you go. So I have that. And and truly. Dressed up clampets, but I have clampets. It just blows my mind. Yeah. She has this picture in her mind of what's going to happen. And. Yeah. It's like Martha Stewart indwells her for a period of time. And all you can do is say, Mom, is there anything I can do to help? And just back up. <laughs> because. So. Okay, oh. so that's the question then, because the, from those with your whole family that comes in, is everybody yes. like assigned a responsibility, or do you know that there are only those that are supposed to be in the kitchen, and you're just <laughs> being courteous just enough to ask, and okay. then know that you're turned away? Okay, we have one of those. Can I just say my parents have a home that is on the first tax records in 1863? Okay, let me just start there. And if you want to know where my inheritance is, it's at Raccoon Run in Salem, West Virginia. <laughs> uh, because they have rebuilt this home. And it is incredible. There's 16-inch popular poplar, um, joists. But anyway, so our kitchen overlooks the big great room. Okay, so okay. all of the guys sit in the great room and they watch football. Okay. Uh, Talk about traditions in the South, but yes. Okay, so they're going to watch that. uh, And then they're going to watch, you know, we start off watching the Macy's Day Parade. You know, you got to start off with that. And then you you have the the football. So anyway, they're sitting in there watching football. All of the ladies are in the kitchen. Most of us sitting around the island because we have one of those big islands that seats five. Yes, yes. So most of us are sitting around there. And let me just say, this is an Italian family, so... This is not alcoholic, but it's called mimosa. And and some of y'all in the South may have a problem with that, but that is what we drink in the morning, okay? Mm-hmm. So you wake up, and you have your cup of coffee or two, and in my Aunt Beth's case, a pot. And once the first pot is gone, then we switch to mimosa, because you've right. got to figure out how to get food in there and curb some of the acid, okay? <laughs> and champagne does it wonderfully. So anyway, so we start with a mimosa. My mother's cooking the whole time. Most of the time, all she will let someone do is help out. So she cooks the whole entire Thanksgiving meal. Of course she does. Okay. My mother cooks it best. (laughs) So. So that's why why she cooks it. Exactly. And what we do is we garnish and we dress it and we plate it. And that is how we serve my mother. Okay. 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 Somewhat similar. Although I think my mother decided that since all of us were grown, we could all... And we all have our own kitchens, then we can all make stuff at home and bring it. But she does give us the recipes that we are supposed to follow. This is why Jenny and I understand each other, ladies. This is why. And I wonder if your mothers are this way, too. Is this what we're going to be to our children? Like when our mothers are gone. bad, though? I'm sure it it is. <laughs> I, I this love is why we've had therapy too. <laughs> she makes me neurotic. Yeah, because I'm never going to live up. Well, never. and I think that's. I think that's. I, I think that's. I struggle with that a lot of times because my mother was the true homemaker, just like. I mean, oh my cooking goodness. did yes, everything. Could do it all. Could do it all, and I'm. I missed that train somewhere oh, I'm down the road. You, it went when, to my sister, but it did not come to me and stop at my house. <laughs> But so we get. I was she standing didn't. in the Diet Coke line when the the home economics gift was being given yeah. out. By God, I was looking for a Diet Coke. Okay, <laughs> because all I can say is, I mean, I cook well. I got a, I got two husbands. Okay, I got the first one easy greasy. <laughs> got rid of him. Then I get the second husband. I've never been told I can't cook. Yeah. I can keep a man. She can That's cook. Not a problem. She can cook. But the problem is, my mother does everything better than me. Yeah. She is just, I mean, and I don't mean that facetiously. My mother is well, a heck of a woman. Yeah. And and I think that's the hard part is like I admire her so much that when I get around her at Thanksgiving and Christmas, 
it's not that she's ever said anything. Right. Or she's ever done anything. But there's that kind of internal dialogue of, yeah. am I ever going to be as good? Well, I wonder if yeah. my kids look at her and think, I wish my mom, mom was. would do this or was this way. You know? Yeah. And I think that's, that sets me up. If I don't go into the holidays already having my mindset of, I'm going to love and honor my mother and I'm mm-hmm. going to help her in any way I can. And I'm going to enjoy her mm-hmm. because, you know, she's 64 and, you know, my grandmother, my Nona is uh, 84. Mm-hmm. So, you know, Nona, we, we joke and say that Nona is pickled and she will outlive us all. <laughs> but the truth is my parents are older. My grandmother is older. How many more Thanksgivings yeah. am I going to let my anxiety level overcome the joy of having the whole family I together. Know, I know. So, you know, I really want to set that tone this this month. And I think maybe the the uh, month of gratitude would be a, a, a great thing for me to implement in my life with my kids. Well, and we, we took that, as I mentioned earlier, when we were looking at Facebook and talking about all that, we started talking. It opened a discussion in the car mm-hmm. with the kids about, you know, what are you grateful for? And understanding, you know, gratitude is a big word. Mm-hmm. Thankfulness is a big word, but understanding and trying to implement to them, you know, what are you thankful for and being mm-hmm. grateful for? And, you know, hearing some things that came out of their mouth was was amazing yeah. to hear it from their perception, you know, of different things, the small little things. And I think thinking about the the, the recipes that my mother gives me to cook, and That's... I pray I don't get the yeast rolls. I pray I don't get the yeast rolls. I pray I don't get the yeast rolls. I'm just saying. It's like no whammies, no whammies, no oh, whammies. Oh, it's, it's you just hunker down and go with it. And I'm very thankful my sister is the chef because she gets all the hard recipes, and I know she'll whip them out like that, and I just am very thankful that she can do all that and help my so mom. So do you get the green bean casserole? I usually get the making of the salad. <laughs> No I lie. make a mean salad. I make a green mean salad because it comes pretty. All pretty with what I want on it. And, of course, That's there are perfect. some things I do. So I make the mean green salad. But, of course, when we're all there at the house, Mom has all the ingredients laid out. So all I have to do is follow it in order. One, two, three, four, five, and throw it together and then get it ready and set the oven. We're good on that. I can help do that. I can help be the orchestrator of some of that. But, um, but you know, as you said, you know, Leaving these these traditions to our children, mm-hmm. you know, I don't. I do you know? I have never cooked a, a whole Thanksgiving meal. I ever. have. It is. I it have is not. very fun. It is very fun. Um, you say that with some hesitation. It, well, the funny part is, I actually had to do it last year at my mother's house. She got deathly ill, which took everything in my being not to tell her that this was God's will for her life to sit down and let somebody else do Thanksgiving. But it was very funny because she did actually get up. It was like vertigo. You know what I mean? Like she couldn't sit up. Something was not right. And so every time she sat up or walked, she would get ill. Well, you can't cook for 12 people. No. So anyway, she was in the bed and I had to cook and I actually got to do the whole meal. Now, granted, I was 30 minutes past the time that I was supposed to have the meal on the table Mm -hmm. because, you know. It, it has to go on the table at 2 o'clock. Right. Oh, oh, and that set time you cannot miss. Absolutely. It missed it by half an hour. Why is it 2 o'clock? Who knows? Why do you wait so late for that? The kids are like grouchy and grumpy by the now, time see, you have we, 2 o'clock. We do the monkey bread in the morning. No. We do monkey bread in the morning. Um, and thank you to Paula Dean. We do gorilla bread now, which has cream cheese in each little part. Oh, my goodness. But no, anyway, that one. so I did it, and we all sat around the table, and nobody would talk. And I was like, oh, it's horrible. It's horrible. Well, later that night. My dad whispered in my ear that my turkey's better than hers. No, he did not. <laughs> it was like. 
like the sweetest that, little thing. Oh, but you know, for me, you know, I love that. It's so much fun to go to Thanksgiving and have everybody around, and we do joke. And you know, like I said, my family is mostly in Columbus, Ohio, and West Virginia. So there's OSU fans, mm-hmm. there's West Virginia fans, and then you know, I'm a huge Alabama fan. So we love to get in there, and you know, until this year. Uh, West Virginia was in the Big East, and then, yeah. you know, you got OSU in, in a different conference. So, you know, we had three conferences, and we could all schmack talk. So that mm-hmm. was always fun. But um, my favorite tradition is actually going Black Friday shopping with my mother. Oh. Like, we're the crazy people, my mom and I. And and there's just something about it. I love that. So that's one of my favorite things that my mom and I get to do because there's no stress to it for us. Yeah. Which everybody else is like, there's no stress to that. And I'm like, nope. There's no stress to that. No. Because we know we're not in control. And yeah. we just go and have a ball and we try to get all the things on our list. And so, th- you know, when you talk about traditions, I, I just have to, you know, they make you smile. They make you cringe. They make you a little anxious. But well, Thanksgiving is um, the start of the holiday season, as you said it. Yeah, it doesn't begin with Halloween. Yeah, yeah, Halloween doesn't do it for me. No, no, but, it's but November first. It hits with that month and yeah. stuff like that. So, well, we've had a good time talking about some memories. I'm sure there'll be plenty more that we get to talk about, and we hope that it stirs on some some thought process of where you are at Thanksgiving and mm-hmm. those memories and those traditions, and get to think about and talk mm-hmm. with it through your kids, and and get to share some maybe moments of gratitude that haven't done yet. We get busy and we get caught up with things, but to take a moment to share some thoughts and some yeah. fun times and some laughter. And a handwritten note, if, if you think oh, of yeah. somebody, yeah. a handwritten note, wow, wouldn't that be a blessing to somebody? Well, we hope that maybe at this this listening to us talk about some fun things and talk about um, Thanksgiving will we'll get your motor running to, to talk about and get involved with your family about what's coming up with Thanksgiving and all the preparations that are starting now and getting ready mm-hmm. for that great day of lots of turkey and noodles and green bean casserole that we're going to have. So until then, we're, we thank you for joining with us, and we're excited that you did get to listen to us, and we hope that you'll let us know what your Thanksgiving traditions are. And what you're grateful and for. And what you're grateful for. You can do that on our Facebook page at Eavesdrop. Uh, drop us a line. Uh, let us know, and so we can maybe share that with everybody, um, What is what you're very thankful for. And again, we appreciate you listening to us, and we look forward to talking with you soon. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.